Welcome, Pathfinders, to the Find the Path podcast actual play of the Mummy's Mask Adventure Path. There's a Glabber Zoo. Well, not with a <laughs> If you started on episode 148, I apologize for the spoiler. Everything is a spoiler if you start <laughs> yeah. now. Say, From here on say. out. Heather's whole character is spoilers. So, yeah, we are back once again with the continued exploits of the doorkeepers of the Duat as they make their way deeper into the sightless sphinx, having almost completely cleared uh, the ground floor. Yeah, you know, except for the lightning room, which we decided, nah. Still think that was a wise <laughs> move. I'm going to memorize like a protection from energy and then we can go explore tomorrow and figure out what's back there. Heather coming uh, in with the confidence. Yeah, I was going to say, I'm, I'm digging your optimism right now because I remember ending the previous episode going, oh dear lord. Yeah, no, I'm definitely looking down going, I know I'm in the triple digits of hit points, but is that enough? I'm a little nervous. Yes, when last we left our heroes, the doorkeepers having finished their battle against Usarib, the betrayer, had collected the bee baby, made their way out from the chamber of sky, navigating their way back through the hall of honor, through the crossroads, and up into the chamber of ritual purification. So, where is the bee baby? Like, who has the bee baby right now? Oh, that was an important question baby. I was going to ask somebody. Because bees. who's carrying the bee baby? I was going to say, it's not I Susie. thought it was Hollis. I got the yeah. beebs. Okay. The beebs? I think that's cute. Think of I have the BB. How about that? Okay. No, because then BB that's copyright eight? from Death Stranding. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, because aren't those Don't add us, Kojima. Maybe her name is BB. That's a name. Ah, oh, her name's BB now. That's so cute. Nice. We've named this child. BB was the name of the first winner of RuPaul's Drag Race. There you Isn't go. Isn't BB also the name of Doug's friend and Doug? I have no idea. His girlfriend. Maybe it's Dee Dee. No, that's Dexter Slap. Anyway, I don't yeah. know. No, no, no. No, <laughs> Patty. Her, no, De yeah, it's Patty. Patty something. Mayonnaise. Mayonnaise. There it is. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So we're open up with the 90s trivia anyway. There you go. <laughs> and uh, Rachel didn't know Doug. anything Doug's about it. a really it. good show. <laughs> So I'm going to put a little marker on Hollis there because you are carrying the bee baby. So do keep that in mind. BB. Her name is BB. Be yes, aware. We, we have decided her name is BB. I'm going to try to stay out of danger. So I think this might work out. As a side note, are you at a heavier than light load because she is 30 pounds? No, I don't think so because of my handy haversack. Did you put the bee baby no, in the No, but that's all my stuff. All of her other stuff is in the haversack. Okay. I just wanted to make sure. I didn't know if you made like a little papoose and like, you know, with your sack and we're carrying her. No, baby that would be weird. I'm just yeah, baby, holding her baby with one arm. Yeah. I'm going to spell cast with one hand and I'll hold the baby with the other hand. I'll keep that in mind for any area effects. Oh, no. I'll try to shield her with my body. I don't want to sit her down because that feels like a bad idea. No, I wouldn't sit her down. Run and play, baby. <laughs> Dance for the Glabrazoo. Put him to yes. sleep. <laughs> In the sacrificial chamber room, we're just going to let the little two-year-old run about. <laughs> Go hang out on that altar. Look, you see that line of blood? It's a slip and slide. Oh. I cast Create Pit. I drop Baby. <laughs> I cast Featherfall. We'll worry about her later. She'll be fine. It's basically a playpen. That's funny. Oh, I only know acid pit, so that would Don't, not work. Oh, out. that's do that. not fun. Don't do no. that. I cast resist acid, then I cast create acid pit. Oh my god. Then it's a kiddie pool. The party, however, returning back to the chamber of ritual purification, had been contacted telepathically mm -hmm. by an individual who referred to himself as Nanuraset. You're not necessarily positive if it was the same Nanuraset. 
Well, he recognized uh, Sophronia. Sophronia. Mm-hmm. He had then uh, offered all of you some wishes. You declined. Mm-hmm. You'd uh, had a little banter, and you're just like, we're just going to go. And then he was like, no. So then you decided to scatter after uh, Jessica redeemed one of her two questions. Oh, I have another question. Yeah, I noticed in the episode you said you're going to redeem both of your questions, and you only redeemed one. Because I think you guys got so sidetracked with its attack abilities <laughs> that you went, oh, God, wait. Does it have a weakness? Who knows? You had then scattered with Citra and Hollis making their way to the farce of the chamber, Sophronia accompanying the wizard, as any good paladin does. Mm-hmm. The squishiest of characters. Mm-hmm. Sudi and Masika had stayed near the archway leading out of the chamber. Don't go At which there. point Bodox there had been a foosh of displaced air as a 15-foot wall of muscle and scale appeared out of thin air. Four arms gracing the torso of this towering monstrosity, the monster's eyes shining with a mixture of intelligence and cruelty. Mm-hmm. I believe he had left off as he had teleported into the chamber. Which, by the way, is a surprise attack action because none of you noticed him. But I will go ahead and give Hollis her second line of questioning. Uh, I would like to know about its special defenses. Glabrazoo possess the following special defenses. They have damage reduction. Knowing what overcomes their damage reduction is a separate question. They're immune to electricity and poison. They are resistant to acid, cold, and fire. They also possess spell resistance. Which is why Masika's out of combat spells, because she has some call lightning storms, but it's not going to help. That's a problem. There you go. Doesn't really change a whole lot, I think, for Hollis, but... Nope, because Hollis was going to have to roll the spell resistance anyway. Although Hollis is currently readying to counterspell, because I remember that confusion thingy. So let's go ahead and kick in some Sirenscape. Sirenscape, don't let the bee baby die. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, Hollis is not ready. Masika is kind of ready. Bonesaw is ready. Uh-oh. Is that his name in English or common? No, that was me rolling for Sophronia. That was her uh, high school wrestling name. Mm, mm. <laughs> Bonesaw, yes. Sounds like a ship doctor for uh, Skull and Shackle. Yeah, oh, yeah, there you go. Yeah. Old Bonesaw. All right. Hollis Starkweather. Hollis rolls a four. Four and 11. Could be worse. Yeah. Contar. Uh, Sudi rolls a 19 for a 22. Oh, thank goodness. Mm-hmm. Not bad. Masika of the Beckon. Masika rolls a 13 for a 19. All right. Citra Nahamra. Citra rolled a 6 for a 12. Lame. Lady Sophronia will let you go first. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Initiatives and I don't get along very often. Round one of combat begins... Sudi, you spin in place to face off the Glabrazoo. Its form flickers and blurs. What? Ah, jeez. As it actually cast its mirror image on itself before it had teleported. Oh, you've got to be kidding me. Okay, fine. I guess I know what I'm doing. Oh, man. Um, There are seven of them in total. Rude. As you turn to face the Glabrazoo. Hey, that's my my trick. Ah, uh, crud, because if I try to use the finger of death now... Well, let yeah, me dispel it, it my thing. Uh, great. All right. <laughs> Swift action, switch to pummeling style. I was just going to mention that I put a little counter on there, but his pawn is so gigantic. That there's <laughs> just a tiny like little minuscule. counter in the corner there for you to see his six mirror images. 
Ah, uh, all right. Um, I guess I'll start full out attacking and see if I can pop some of the images. Because uh, right. what else am I gonna do? You spin on a dime. Here we go. Okay. All right. That is eighteen and sixteen. That is thirty-four. A thirty-four will potentially strike your target. Bounce a die here. Popping an image. Okay. So round number two. Uh, that is a 25, rolling a 9. A 25 will not strike your target, but misses by 5 or less. Okay, and then lastly, ah, rolled a 2, so that's only a 13. A 13 will not miss by 5 or less. Woo! All right, I just so missed miss. popped two images? Yeah. I mean, hey, that's two less images, so there's something. So two of the images pop as you turn, lashing out with your fists. The Glabrazoo looks down in some curiosity towards you. A living monolith. Curious. Wait, how do you know that? Masika taps her forehead. <laughs> I am as ancient <laughs> as the stones and desert. And again, because the gold face mask actually adheres to your skin. Oh, it yeah, so the face. The okay, because I was, I was like, I'm wearing the mask, but no, the mask has a little stone <laughs> on it, too. You must be the ones that they seek. So? That has just made this confrontation far more profitable. Masika of the Beckon. Alright. Masika's gonna cast Banishment. Do it. Do it. Yes, on the defensive. <laughs> plus combat casting is a 28. A 28. We'll beat the DC 27 to cast that on the defensive. <laughs> wow. Ooh. Nicely done. I roll a perfect 20 to overcome a spell resistance, so that's a 32. Because I don't Ooh, have any spell There we go. All right, all right. Please, please. <laughs> you are attempting to force him to travel extra planar. Oh. Ow. Oh. Which means that you will need to make a spellcraft check. It's high. I roll a 17. 17 plus 16 is what, 33? Yeah. Eh, that's a high number. I can't remember what the DC is, but I think it's I ridiculous. Said 33? Mm-hmm. 33 will succeed. Oh, my God. Uh-huh. Okay. The only thing that I have that might be something he hates is my holy symbol of Ta, since Ereshkigal opposes the rest of the Urpa. I don't know if that's enough to get me the bonuses for presenting something that Target hates, but that's all I got. Scorpion, have Narmer show him the scorpion. <laughs> Take a look at my little friend. <laughs> oh my God. If, yeah, if, if Rick could have him say, say hello to my little friend, that'd be amazing. <laughs> sure. Narmer will present the scorpion as Masika yeah! casts a spell. Hello. He then pops up and like uh, Rick O'Connell and the mummy holding up a cat. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if either one of these things helps me. And Glabrazoo cocks one massive eyebrow. <laughs> oh, rock style. This Glabrazoo's played by the rock? Uh-oh, it's, it's the rock scorpion king. Uh-oh. newer rock. Uh, <laughs> the Glabrazoo pauses. I believe he does get a will save. Yes, he does. But I need to know if either one of these things help because no. they add to the DC of the will save. No, not really. Aww. All right, he gets a will save. I don't think he's scared of a normal scorpion just in the desert. 
know, but <laughs> it was seen worth worse a try. Things. He's, from a, he's from the abyss. He I, screams, I leaps hoping, up on top of the altar, pulls up his skirts. He hates or I otherwise don't. opposes. It doesn't necessarily have to be scared. I, I'm pretty sure there's a demon with a scorpion's tail, so I'm thinking he's chill with that. Well, I mean, they fight each other, you know. But yeah, maybe he was a funny. little scared of the scorpion because it's got like the glove, is, you know, his heart still so blinded. There's a harsh shadow. Yeah. Although, honestly, will save isn't necessarily that great for him. Oh, maybe so they're saying hope. there's a chance. A roll middling. Let's see if this is a big anticlimax or not. 21. He fails! It's a CC 23! (laughs) Yeah! I rolled a 10. What are you doing at challenge rating 13 with an 11? Oh, yes. We found his weak point and we exploited. His form flickers. He cocks his head. Looks over all of you. Probably particularly Hollis. I'll see you in a hundred years. Not if I don't see you first. And then dissipates to nothing. I don't know if that was a threat or not. It was Miss a threat. what would you like to do with your move action? Threat. That was most definitely a threat. There's still not combat. Yeah, but I don't know if mine was. Would you like to do anything with your move action? <laughs> as, as we all crane our ears to the still going combat music. There's the Bodax in that room there, Masika's just going to stay where she is. I mean, we're far enough back and towards the center that the Bodox shouldn't be trying to break out. Very well. I really can't believe that worked. I thought he was going to pass that save, like, rolling oh, like, I, I three. Almost, I, I was figured as, like, oh, he's, he's got, like, will magic and stuff. Like, he's totally got a good will save. I had to roll a 12 or higher, so. Oh, that's. That, odds were against him. Yeah. Wow. There is a flicker and a foosh. What? As a single frock appears in yeah. the center oh, of the this room. Guy. Oh. I was going to say, there's still the frock. Yeah. And it looks over like, I'm here, boss. And then, like, looks around confused. He was in the initiative. <laughs> Citra Nahamra. <laughs> oh, build this um, rock. Citra's gonna run up on the rock. <laughs> are these uh, tables? Are they um, tall enough that I'd have to like acrobatics over them, or because I can't charge through them? I assume. No, they're considered difficult terrain. This rock also played by the rock because I feel like we wasted a good casting there by having a, a, that was weird. the rock be in for all of like a round. All right, <laughs> well, um, I'm going to uh, rush up on the rock. All right, so Citra. I'm going to have to double move, it looks like, since I can't charge through these. So, yes, I run around the nasty dissection tables and close in on the Vrak so that I can get him next turn. Very well. Sophronia exits the combat as she begins to glow. Hollis, Uh, would you like to charge with the B-Baby? Not good. Um, (laughs) Would you like to charge with the B-Baby? Okay. We have named her B-B. And we'd find the path. Do not uh, advise using bee babies as shields. She coos gently next to you and sucks on one of the leather tassels on the side of your duster. Uh, So I'm going to advance. I'm going to kind of circle around a little bit. I'm trying to get within 30 feet of Sudi. Am I within 30 feet of Sudi? I think so. Yeah. Yes. All right. Uh, So I move within 30 feet of Sudi and then I cast haste on Sudi and Citra. I think I'm also within range for. All right. Chant and tone cast. A pulse of energy rolls through. Man, I was about to cast an eighth level spell. We're going to get mad at the after party. I want to know how you would have messed us up if we didn't mess with you. Yeah, after party for show. I'll I'll give you a small tease on what his plan was. Cool. Which was full out attack Sudi to reduce his hit points as much as possible. My hit points? Oh, no. 
Follow that with a power word stun. Yeah. Uh-huh. Which could potentially, if you're less than 50 hit points by the time he used it, stun you for 44 rounds. Yep. <laughs> no save. And completely take me out of this fight. And then just plop that uh, artifact off the top of your head that he's been hearing the cult talk about for yeah. however long. Yep. And then teleport. God, it would yeah, and then great. he'd run away. Oh, God, that would have been awful. Can you imagine the stinger ending that would have been? Dude, that would have been awful. Look I'm what glad you he failed. Look what you did, Dice. Look what you denied the fans. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I tossed my dice in disgust. And... <laughs> yeah, oh, finally Rick banishes a like, dice. The groove between the carpet and the baseboard. <laughs> you know, I can't get it. That's <laughs> how you know that we don't we don't fudge we the rolls, man, because Rick would never willingly have let that slide. He's so salty over there. He's, <laughs> He's very so mad. Salty. He's so salty. Are you I'm Sodom and Gomorrah? Because you're full of salt. Watching you do this. Now it's stuck in a corner. <laughs> you're not gonna help your man get his dice <laughs> off the ground. I am gonna help him. Dexter's gonna help me. Needs that Dexter's dice. gonna get, get the dice and keep it for himself. Run away. Nah, he's not that type. It's not plastic. Oh, did you throw your metal dice? Yeah. Oh, thanks, Norse Foundry. Failed me. Wait, we have Norse Foundry. The to one thank time for that. this will ever work in the history of this game. <laughs> I mean, and to Rick's be fair, salty. that was an insane amount of rolls you had to get past to be able to actually mm-hmm. pull that off. Mm-hmm. Actually, is uh, spell resistance is only a twenty-four. It's not that powerful. Oh, really? Oh, okay. I think we just kind of hyped him up in our our brains. Well, no, so much he's a pretty we high challenge rating. Yeah. I've been him for ten episodes. I know, but I mean, like, is I think mentally we were still just hyping him up to be a worse fight than it was going to be, no matter what. Oh no, I think it would have been bad. bad. For me. It just oh, ended well. up okay. Sudikantar. Uh, um, all right, I'm gonna try to just, you you're know what? I'm just gonna try to end this fight. Sudi <laughs> reaches into the power of the mask. I'm gonna cast finger of death. <laughs> Just trying to kill this guy. <laughs> Sudi's like, whatever, I put the mask on today, I'm gonna use it. I, well, I, I was gonna use it for the Glabber Zoo, but you know, situation solved itself. I want this fight over because we're still the out of The situation didn't solve itself. Masika solves the problem. <laughs> well, yeah, you know what? Give credit where it's due. Masika said, honey, Masika was away. MVP of this fight. We get it. We just wanna move on now. <laughs> okay, so I like to thing- think that Sudi's just like I have no spellcraft. I'm just gonna assume it disintegrated for no reason. <laughs> um, Rick, what in the nine hells do I do to actually get this to work? Because I'm not a caster. So you turn, call upon the power of the mask. As you do so, you feel this pulse of energy roll through you. For a moment, all of you can see Sudi subtly lined in this nimbus of fire. Uh oh. I did a bad Only y'all. for Sudi and Citra can you recognize this as the same fire that you saw during the cop pulse. Ah. As he extends a finger and then, uh, yeah, he's within your close range. I say close range, actually. The, well, uh, the range for this is like level, that's 60. Actually really far. Uh, it's 17th caster level. Oh, 17. Uh, so, yeah, it's actually 65 feet. A race shoots out from this. You will need to roll to overcome the Vrox spell resistance. Oh, uh, come on, It is maybe. a 17th caster level item. <laughs> I rolled a three. <laughs> 20. So I get a 20. I don't think that's going to get work. A 20 will perfectly overcome <laughs> the Vrox no spell resistance. Wow. No resistance way, isn't dude. usually that high. Well, you know, I, when you roll a three, I just assume I miss. <laughs> it will then need to make a fortitude save DC 20. I roll a nine. Which does get me a 22. Oh, um, there you go. Well, hey, you know what? However, that still does 3d6 plus 17 damage. Yep, so... Roll some d6s, bud. 3d6 plus 17, okay. Hollis looks over and it's like, huh, 
All right. I see you. Good job. Use a magic wow, to solve your problems. I rolled total garbage. I rolled one, two, and two for five points of damage plus 17 is 22 points of damage. Should have given the math sitter. Apparently. Hey, now everybody in here is uh, casting no, magic. She, she's offered a few times, but deep down, Citra doesn't want anything to do with this mask. Citra doesn't want anything to do with the mask either, to be fair. Hollis hasn't offered, but Hollis would like to wear the mask. <laughs> Citra is never letting you have that mask. You still have a move action remaining. Okay. All right. Um, so I have an 80-foot movement speed. Let me do some math here. 15, 20. Begin the whole Gandalf speech. I take it out of desire to do good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay, so... <laughs> I am so fast, I can run all the way around these dissection tables, past Hollis, all the way into the flank with Citra. Yeah, but the okay. mask itself isn't evil, because it depends on the user's alignment, what abilities it gets, which means the mask itself sure. does not have an alignment. I mean, that's exactly what Hollis would say. And because it's true, it doesn't but take Citra into account is the also over the belief that absolute power corrupts absolutely, and uh, sometimes Hollis gets on a little power trip. Hollis is already pretty powerful, and she's only 12th level. She's looking forward to being 20th, although I don't know I if she'll ever be I don't 20th. know if I would trust her with I got a wish spell. Let me see what I can do. <laughs> All right. Uh, it does lash out at Sudi as he approaches with a... Don't forget your plus one for being yeah. fast. Yep. It has not been two hours, so his heroism's still going. Hey. <laughs> Good for him. Uh, Wait, lashes out with a 30. Wait. No, the, the Vrock, bud. The Vrock. The Vrock's heroism is still going. Oh, the Vrock's heroism. Okay, yeah. Um, so I was going to say, Jordan was surprisingly excited for that. <laughs> I know. I was like, <laughs> I said boo, and you said yay. <laughs> I had a moment where I was like, hey, I've got heroism on me, and then I realized it's the wrong game for my heroism. So, <laughs> yep. Psyched myself up. So, 30 to hit. On the nose. You got to be kidding me. That's annoying. It hits your nose. That's sad. I don't think that hits Citra now because Citra's broken out of the 29 AC gang. Yep. Right now, I have a 31 with the haste. Ooh. Pretty close to I'd max damage. I'd have a 33 damage. if we'd ever oh, really? fight some freaking haunts. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we started this fight so good. Uh, 16 points of damage as its claw lashes okay. out and scores into you as you close on it. Okay. From Sudi, we go to Masika. Hey, you got another one of them banishments? Uh, no, I am in all my uh, attack spells are uh, lightning, so... Go, Sudi! Masika claps. <laughs> Did you seriously just turn into a cheerleader? Like a legit cheerleader? Well, you better... She's even got a routine now, guys. You can't see okay, it, but she's I like doing the, the idea, though, of of her doing a routine and Narmer just sitting there pantomiming after with her. Hey, we have performed <laughs> comedy. Instead of We're hilarious. It's, uh, I mean, to be fair, leaves. that's funny <laughs> to the outside observer. Hollis just sure. looks over and like starts running through cantrips like, you got this, you got this, you got this. Can I get Narmer in a cheerleader outfit, like Osiriani style, with like palm leaves instead of pom poms? This would make me infinitely happy. Oh my goodness. Yeah, Masika really has got nothing. Like, all of her attack spells are lightning. The only other stuff she has is like. You're out of everything, right? Yeah, so. Quick, Hollis, bring BB. We'll form a pyramid. (laughs) <laughs> uh, so yeah and I don't want to get too close to that Brock and get because Masika's about had half HP so you mm. should hide behind one of these dissection tables I'm <laughs> just gonna go full defensive where I'm at and cheer on the gang <laughs> yeah okay keep an eye out behind us to make sure none of those Bodox break out you know mm. yeah that's a good that's a good idea <laughs> we should have kept that Shepter that lets you spit things at people <laughs> we could have been spit buddies. 
from Masika, we go to the Vrock. Uh-oh. Uh, as a free action, he's going to go ahead and shake some dander off. Yeah. Oh, gross. Yep. Uh, does nothing to Sudi. That's Boom, another baby. reason not to get close to him for Masika. Yep. You don't want those little uh, grubs burrowing into you. Demons are gross. Mm-hmm. At least devils have some class. Mm-hmm. Fair. Top hat. <laughs> <laughs> top hat. Are you I'm devil? just yes. a contract devil hat. with a top hat and a monocle now. Uh-huh. It, they get them. So that's two points of damage to Citra from that. Mm. Yeah, he'll take a five foot step as he hops down from the platform. We'll go ahead and claw twice at Sudi. Great. So you got that first hit off. Probably not that second one with a 22. New. No. Uh, that second one, I mean, since he got a previous attack. That was his first one this round. He follows that with a 19. No! Go ahead and bite at Citra just to see if she's easier. Little does he since know. Since he didn't really get to get in there previously. Uh, that's a 31, though. <sighs> On the nose. Dang it. This guy. Chomping a hold of Citra for 11 points of damage. Ooh. Jerk. Citra's easier to hit. <laughs> so he'll go ahead and uh, use his last two talons on Citra as well. That's with a 24. Nope. And a 29. No. So you dance and weave around his claws, vulture-like beak still managing to get past your defenses and gouge into your shoulder. As again, these uh, dark vines begin to sprout from where its dander lands on you. Ugh, that's disgusting. That's why I'm over here. (laughs) Or from the frock we go to, Citra. Okay, I would like to five foot step into the flank. And Stab and him, Citra. Stab him real good. Then I would like to two weapon fight. Okay. Okay. First attack attack is a rolled a seven. So 15 plus seven. And then haste gives me a plus one. Be a 23. 23 will strike your flank target. Yay! <laughs> and the electricity doesn't do anything to him, correct? Yeah, they're nope. immune. Okay. 60. This rock had a much bigger plan. They all had much bigger your plans. Plan. That would be uh, 29 points of damage for the first hit. Ouch. Jeez. And you used your oil of blessed weapon on one of your blades, correct? Then yeah, I believe I still have blessed weapon on. So what does that give me? Your weapon counts as good aligned for the purpose of overcoming its damage reduction. What was the damage again? 29. And that was just my first hit. He's still kicking. Okay. Offhand still attack. Still squawking. <laughs> I rolled an 18 for a 29, which is a threat. Okay, that's hit threat. Um, will a 28 confirm? 28 will confirm your critical nice. hit. Nice. Okay. Not sure how long you guys were banking that oil bless weapon. Long time. I, I don't even remember getting it. That would be 37 points of damage. Ouch. Although he does knock 10 of those off. All right. Main hand again. That would be a 26. A 26 will strike your target. 32 points of damage. As your third blow slices in, skewers into the side of this thing's neck as it squawks before spewing blood in every direction, flailing about and then falling to the ground. Hollis is just like, well, I guess I'm just going to hang on to this disintegrate. Hollis Starkweather. What? Uh (laughs) Uh-oh. I mean, Citra's still sprouting vines in every direction. Oh, okay. Let's see what I got. Uh, I have a holy water in my bag. Good, because we don't have any in the med kit. Mm. Yep. Hollis goes, oh man, I wish I had some holy water. And that's her I've got some in my bag. All right, cool. You get that. You put it on her. It's full round action to do that. Yeah. Well, <laughs> digging in your bag is going to take me forever. 
It's true. But you can take a five foot step. Go ahead and do that for me. So I can run over and sprinkle her. My lord, cat. I step forward and I dig in Sudi's bag. I'm holding the baby in one hand. I give the baby some of Sudi's stuff. <laughs> okay. All right. So let's you step, see. You step forward. Sudi turns around and then schools you on the uh, this training course on action economy. Yeah. As you use your full round action to retrieve Paul's this like, item. I'm holding this baby. I keep pulling on my ear. B baby reaches out, grabs onto Sudi's tail, yanks as hard as she can. <laughs> Thankfully, that's not very hard. Oh, look, this looks like something She's a toddler. Lock. They tend to yank really hard. Yeah, I was going to say, how many toddlers have you been around, Jordan? I mean, Sudi's combat trained. He's also rocky. What do you have in your bag that I can give this baby as I dig through it? Uh, you can only pull one item, so uh, you get that. The baby uh, has hands. The baby can reach. The BB is currently grappling. Oh, it's already grabbed. <laughs> <laughs> I love us going through the economy of, of holding the B-Baby. That's funny. All right, Hollis pulls out a holy water and then like holds it out away from the baby, the BB, away from BB, away from BB. <laughs> no, so, no. So BB. you can take that as a move action. So and then administer to that ten to feet Citra. and sprinkle it all over Citra. So in the meantime, that means that Citra will take uh, two more points of damage. Okay. But you sprinkle this over. I imagine all of you turn as this light begins to play through the room like sunrise through a stained glass mural. Sophronia is glowing earth than usual. I can hear them. Hear who? Your comrades? Her smile breaks over her face. That's this combination of just joy and these tears of happiness as she stares over your heads. Floating a good seven feet off the ground as she stares off towards the east. They waited for me. Thank you, friends. Sure, of course. I pray that you are successful at your quest as you were in ensuring mine. Thank you for your help. We would not have made it this far without you. She smiles, the armor, the sword falling through her form as she becomes more transcendent glowing and seeming to dissipate like morning mist in the dawn I will be praying for your success may the light of dawn guide you no matter whom you believe brings that dawn may Farazma judge you fairly Masika waves (laughs) she rises up towards the ceiling engulfed in translucent flames as her misty form dissipates A pulse of energy rolls off of her and through all of you as this room lights up like the dawn. Cool. Everyone here regains 150 hit points. They assumed you got wrecked by that Glabber Zoo. Yeah, they do. Uh, In addition to that, you are immediately cured of any ability damage, blind, confused, dazed, dazzled, deafened, disease, exhausted, fatigue, feeble-minded, insanity, nauseated, poisoned, sickened, and stunned. Suppose that fixed my eye, did it? (laughs) 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 There's a laundry list of stuff. Regenerates on the list, sure. (laughs) Well, she's at the peace, and I, I feel the satisfaction of a job well done. It's been a good day, I guess. Was a long time coming for her. It was a hard day, but we we were victorious. Now we can deal with the cult. No, now we need to take BB home. Yep, but we got to rest because yes, I can't right. take us anywhere until uh, until the morning. But yes, little BB needs to go home. I think I only got that that uh, axiomatic um, effect because I was with Sophronia or whatever. So 
Do I still have that or no? Uh, no, that bonus only persists as long as Sophronia. Okay, does. well, I was afraid of that. It was nice while I had it. I may have to put those on my that on my uh, hand wraps next time we get a chance to buy stuff. Well, the cults of the Forgotten Pharaoh are mostly lawful, so that wouldn't have mm-hmm. helped with them. Well, anyway. no, no, no. I meant, I meant, I meant get the evil version of that, the evil Bashan version. Oh, the holy. The holy. Yep. All right, let's go rest uh, in that room next to the teleportation circle. Or, you know, wherever, but in over that direction. teleportation circle room, who knows? <laughs> well, because we can teleport out of there, and I've memorized that circle so I can get back here. Well, we should rest in the secret room and then, you know, go from there. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's right. There, there's the secret, secret. Uh, what was it, closet or something? Storage room. So you slip back out of the Hall of the Dead, mindful, I imagine, as you walk between the two sets of sarcophagi along both your left and right, keeping your eyes downcast. Yeah, that lock that door real good. horrifying smell yeah. still pervading this place from the two that had broken free. Maybe we deal with them at the very end when we're done with the rest of this place. The soft rattling chains. Well, we have to also deal with whatever's in the uh, lightning room. Mm. Does Hollis have protection from energy communal? Because apparently shamans don't get that. Uh, I have resist. I have resist energy communal, I believe. You then navigate your way back through the entryway, past the hallway where you fought the cultists that first ambushed you there, Mm. past the chamber where you fought against the broken one, Rathos, further past the hot springs chamber, back down to the south, or sorry, at that point, back down through the west, through the stone wall that you had opened up into the furthest section. Navigate your way through. Either walk around or walk through the mud room. Really oh, we also have all those tiles. Do you want to do something with the tiles? Do Not we tonight, we don't. To Not today. <laughs> you then make your way further into the chamber covered in its scars of ancient battle where Sophronia fell. There's still this oppressive air in this place. But you hope that you've done something to lighten it. You open the secret passage and make your way in. All right. I guess we set up the normal watch situation and and get some rest. Very well. The four of you rest through the evening. With the BB. With BB. I imagine somewhat, not uncomfortably, but you do not rest easy. In Hollis's case, I imagine it's the sense of anticipation. Again, you've fought room by room through this place, sometimes literally foot by foot through some of these hallways. Mm-hmm. And you're so close. For Masika, you, know, you found this child, this young girl, off towards the side playing with Narmer, sticking things into his gears and laughing as they get launched across the room. <laughs> <laughs> Thinking about being able to finally put something back to the way that it should be. Citra, I can only imagine the weight of this entire journey so far still weighing on you. I can only imagine to some degree probably thinking about, you know, again, you'd heard so many stories about the Church of Serenre. Some of them good, but of course the Church of Serenre were also associated with the Kadirans and the Interregum, so they did quite a bit bad as well. Or again, bad from your perspective, which might have been good from theirs. Sudi, I just imagine you find your center. Keep an eye over your compatriots until you have to rest. Your rest is perhaps the most fraught, as you don't remember what you meditated or dreamt on. 
but you had this vague sensation of missing something. Looking for something, something vitally important and not being able to remember where it was. You awaken the following morning. All right, I gotta read my book. Just so we have it on record, Sudi puts the mask away as soon as they we were done with all the fighting. I assume keeping the headdress on. Yep, because I still gotta get my bonuses. And that means in-game, it is Erastus the 23rd, which means Citra is no longer a teenager. Oh, man. Oh, congrats. Oh, did you turn the big 2-0? I did turn the big 2-0 in-game. Oh, we're going to go to the B people and celebrate. They've got some hallucinogenic I feel honey. Like, I was going to say, I feel like they threw her quite a party. We'll have a rager. Do up the music from Return of the Jedi. <laughs> I thought we were just going to give BB back Play and on then a come bunch back of I mean, we could, but we'll we take, could also we'll take have our party. payment in whatever restorative items that they have. <laughs> the thing is, though, is that I don't think anybody in the group knows it's Citra's birthday. I mean, does Citra even remember it's Citra's birthday? Because, like, you, we've been on the road for a million years, it feels like. Uh, you told us it was your birthday a couple episodes ago. Does, I don't know if I did it in character. I think it might have been Rachel that told us. Yeah. But I remember Hollis talking about making a sand birthday cake or something ridiculous. No, going, teleporting and getting a birthday cake. We'll get you a birthday cake. Yeah. <laughs> Does Citra pull a sad Harry Potter and draws a little cake in the, in the I sand I seriously in thought about it. I mean, she's a good artist. My lord, I can make you one omelet. It's just going to have egg in it. <laughs> <laughs> it's just egg and dust. Hey, I've got a bunch of rings Happy in birthday. Cook. I made it myself. <laughs> oh, Thank you, sugar. <laughs> oh, sugar. All organic and free range. Mm-hmm. The freest of range. This bird travels. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, for one, am happy to be getting out of this enclosed place for at least a little bit. Mm-hmm. I prepared two teleports so we can go and come back. So let's uh, head on over to that weird room. Well, that amazing room, I guess. The teleport room. And teleport into the hive of Three Ray. Well... I am just happy that I will be spending part of my birthday out of this place. Oh, it's a birthday. That's fun. Oh, oh. Yep, we'll get you some of that honey. They they got that hallucinogenic honey. I, you can I have don't a birthday think trip. She It'll be real take, fun. Take that. Because we're coming back to the really dangerous place. Oh, well, we could no get, We could take some of the honey and then make a honey cake. Oh, well, that might work. You good. know what? We'll make you a cake. Or we could get you. Well, no, I don't know if they have stuff to make cakes. And then we can eat it in this, uh, you know, little place whenever we uh, come. We can have lunch the with the, the with the three A. That's fine. I mean, we have lunch with them. Return, you know, little BB. I didn't even know we were doing birthdays. Well, well you gotta yours. tell us it's your birthday, and then we do a birthday thing. When is my birthday? I don't know. I mean, we've always just it's... done your birthday on my birthday because I don't remember what date it was when I made you. Remember? It was today your uh, sister was born. Yeah, that's right. When's your sister's remember. birthday? I don't remember when my sister's birthday. Was <laughs> he like, oh yeah, I have a sister. I don't know. We're not really like, that close, sister. <laughs> no, I just I don't have episodes. that written down anywhere. It's uh, <laughs> don't worry about it though. Here you can have this scorpion. No oh, god. No, we'll I get found you another nice scorpion. Gift. I was shaving it for the bee baby, <laughs> but I don't think she likes the scorpions. Well, and the smaller the scorpion, the more dangerous they are. So no small scorpions for oh, the little one. Oh, he's tiny. Yes, so probably very poisonous. Keep it far away from BB. Oh, okay. Do you want a scorpion? Uh, I think I can do without. 
Sugar will take a scorpion. Oh, okay. You do know <laughs> that chickens eat scorpions, yes? I do. Oh, to get their scorpion powers? Uh, I mean, in a way, it gives them energy. Oh, okay. But not like a stinger or anything like that. That sounds exciting. I'm all about sharing energy. Well, they don't exactly share it. It's more like she's eating it. I lightly aerated BB last night. No, why? Oh, my God. We got to keep EB away from him. (laughs) He's silly. I figure maybe she gained the ability to become like a were bee. Why? Which would be really useful in the desert. Weeby? (laughs) A weeby. A weeby. Well, she's already a weeby. BB, the weeby baby. Let's get BB home before we... Yeah, okay. And so we stop making bee jokes. Yes, okay, so we teleport. I, I, We spent the night in that place. I don't know how well I know it. Oh, what? Sorry. Can, can I? Yes, can I sing happy birthday. <laughs> yeah. Happy birthday, Shitra. Happy birthday, Shitra. Happy birthday, happy birthday. Happy birthday, Shitra. I imagine he Aww, does a little dance when he does this. Why is that a joke? You I'm look like a hippo and you smell like one too. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. <laughs> uh, it's also everyone always gets a grin anytime he says Citrus name. Yes, it's true. It's true. <laughs> <laughs> I, I suppose you make your way up. He does a cute little dance while he sings happy birthday. You open the door. Yep, we're going to head over to the teleportation circle. You open the door and notice a strange mark in the dust on the floor. Uh Uh-oh. For a moment, Hollis, you sense magic. Magic. Like dissipating magical energy. Somebody else knows about this place? Uh Uh-oh. You can, if you so wish, cast Detect Magic. Sure. And attempt to determine the fading magical aura. I will. Mm, I will roll a 15 for a 37. You step out, cock your head, whisper off a spell, cast directly upon the secret door. I don't like it. You can see this fading aura of abjuration as this dissipating alarm spell just fades out of existence. Ah, crud. So they knew where we were? Yeah. Well, somebody did. Well, now they know we've left the room. What does that mean? They're probably it means set we're up not some going sort back there again, but why would they only alarm it? Instead so, of attacking us. Well, they've set it up somewhere else, probably. Maybe they just want to meet us. Mm. Well, now they know that we're out of the room, so they're probably preparing to, you know, ambush us when we try to go up the stairs or something like that. Well, joke's Maybe. on them, I guess. Well, we're going to be ruining their plans by leaving. Yep, I guess we'll see what happens. I don't like it. All right, because things are shifty, I'm wondering if I should just dimension Doris directly to the teleportation circle. Area. That seems like overkill. Yeah. You might well, need that to mention door for something else. Yeah, later. exactly. We might need that for something else later today. Well, I have an empty fourth level slot. I can prepare it again. I don't it's think true. We can... could just walk through these hallways while carrying this two hit point baby. Wait, this baby's two hit points? Or she's a baby. Dang. Like, I sneezed the wrong I think we should just walk to the room. She kind of just. On it. She kind of just, like, smiles at all of you. A mouthful of uh, Hollis's shoulder tassels. Hmm. My fringe. Let's just get her home as soon as possible. I assume you guys fed her some honey. Yes. Sure. Yeah. All right. I will be preparing to dimension Doris away from danger as we Fair walk. Fair enough. Okay. I did cast my sea invisibility just FYI. 
I suppose you navigate your way through, return back to the chamber with a large floating disc. Yes. Someone hops up on top of it. I mean, I assume we all do. Boy, yeah, that's we all the have other. To no, no, to open the door. Oh, that's oh, the other oh. problem. Are we leaving someone here? Are we leaving my rod here and hoping they don't steal it? Well, the thing is, if yeah, if we just leave the rod and they come through and close it or steal it, there's no way to get back out of this room. I mean, the door doesn't uh, open. I mean, from dimension the side. door. Can you dimension door through it? Well, yeah, but then I've lost my immovable rod. Well, I mean, we could recover it. But it's just done by weight, correct? Is there something else we could put on here? It has to be alive. A, li a living creature depresses the weight, and then because of the way the immovable rod works, we can use it to keep it depressed. Mm -hmm. But yeah, it's not you know, it's not just put something heavy on it. It has to be alive. Oh, I didn't realize it had to be alive. Mm. Yeah, that was the initial problem we had with it. Because mm -hmm. it's not just straight weight. So I guess the question is, are we leaving somebody here? Are we doing the rod? Or are we just going to dimension door into the other room? I personally think it would be best just to dimension door in there so you don't lose a powerful magic item. And I think leaving someone here is the worst idea We're ever. We're definitely not doing that. We're not splitting up. Can you teleport us back out? Uh, yeah, if I have like a minute, I can just prepare another dimension door in my empty fourth level spell slot. That's the technical jargon. <laughs> I, I have no strong feelings one way or the other. I would I would hate for them to have an immovable rod to use against us. Well, and they seem to be tracking us because they were able to somehow determine that we're in a secret place. Yeah, I don't well, like don't that. forget, these statues can spy on people, so mm -hmm. if they know that that works, they might have been watching us through that. Not to mention the vents. Mm -hmm. uh, Remember, they, they were, were listening through that. I think it might that. be worse than that. I think they might be able to detect with a mask. Probably. Because I went out and reached and kind of felt them. I'm sure they can feel me too. Exactly. All right. So well, I'm, just, how I'm fast just gonna dimension doors. Does the so I door dimension door yeah. Wait, the wait, wait, wait. How fast does the door shut after someone steps off of it, off the platform? Does it slam shut to where I could not use my 50 foot movement speed and slide under? Is that what you're trying to get to? Yes. That way, Hollis doesn't have yeah. to waste a spell, and then we can just teleport outside the freaking Sphinx and walk in the front door. We technically be closer to the I stairs like, if we did that anyway. I feel like I'm gonna have to make some kind of a save or a skill check or something. Well, so if it involves me rolling. I don't want to do it. It, the, the teleportation circle has that image on it that makes it easier for me to come back specifically here. Because if I just try yeah. to teleport to a sphinx in the desert, that gets a little uh, I mean, the, the, scary. I mean, I feel like the sightless sphinx is very distinctive, but... Yeah, but I thought there was something about that image or whatever that made it possible to teleport in and out of that Oh, yeah, yes. It, yeah, the disc is enchanted to allow us to teleport directly to it. I'm just trying to not have Jess have to waste two fourth level spells on Dimension Door yeah. when we might need them for something else later. It closes very quickly, as in near immediately. Oh, mm. okay. If someone were to dive through there, there is a reflex save that would be an option. Oh, But then if you fail it, you might get crushed by it or be pushed on the other side and be abandoned. I mean, if you fail it, yes, you would be struck by the, uh, quote, 1600 pound door. Yeah, no, I don't want to do that. Sudi's stony, but he's still got squishy insides. For now. So I think For the now. best course of action is either to leave the Sphinx and teleport to the beehive from outside, or just teleport back to the outside of the Sphinx on the way back. That way we only have to burn one of Hollis's fourth level spells on a dimension door. 
Yeah, that's a fair point. I the think just carry out to the front. That's too many areas where we could get ambushed. That's that. Yeah, that's my only concern. Because these is... things explode when we kill them. That's the deal with these cultists. Let's just do the dimension door in and, and burn the spells. Because I, as much as I, I hate wasting spells on what seems kind of silly, it's more secure this way. The bee baby looks up at all of you curiously. BB just reaches out, grabs on the Sudi's tail again. All right. Straight in the mouth. Okay, we dimension door into the teleport room. No, no. Sudi like whips his hip to like pull it out of her mouth. Grabs onto it. To learn about personal boundaries. She's locked. Buzzes and annoyment. Annoyment. (laughs) Annoyance. (laughs) Yes. If you're not careful, she's gonna start making that noise that makes you sleepy, so she can grab your tail. Make a will save. No. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) She's too young to do that, right? No, she did that to me and uh, Sitara. Oh, that's right. She did do that to you guys. It's a natural defense. Goodness. (laughs) And she's a small child. She will use it to her advantage. If she wants your tail, she'll just put you to sleep. Wowzers. (laughs) That is a thing for kids. (laughs) You chant and tone. Gesture with a hand. Form a purple doorway of light. Suppose all of you step through it. Mm -hmm. Emerge out the other side in the, uh, the large chamber of the invisible step. There's a million cultists in here. That would be weird. How'd they Not know? Not a million, just like 30. <laughs> yeah, they could fit 30. <laughs> All they right, let's... 30. Uh, Not comfortably, but... Let's teleport this little girl home. So I guess we step up on the platform. I'm going to do my best yep. to take us to the beehive. All right. You step up onto the platform. I need to know how well studied this place is to me. You saw it once. Oh, God. Okay. Here we go. It was unique. But again, it's a unique giant beehive in the middle of the desert. I mean, true. Hopefully that works in our favor. So Hollis, you, Chanton, and Tone concentrate on the three-ray hive. Probably squeeze the... Bee-baby. The tiny form of bee closer to you. She looks up in some curiosity. Tries to put her finger up in your nose in the middle of your spellcasting. Make a concentration. No. Uh, <laughs> You can tell Rick's been around some honorary children. <laughs> yeah, I was about to say because most I'm, toddlers I've been around have not been this. Oh, uh, sorry. Grabby. No, this is stand. This is my my niece and nephew were pretty much this. Uh, it yeah. was hand and mouth, and then immediately grab you. Mm-hmm. Gross. Nonstop. I'm sure there's some parents out there like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> there's pl- there's plenty of parents that either know a kid like this or have a kid like this. That's I think fair. maybe just because when I used to watch my cousins and whatnot, you know, you'd be holding them and they, and you just kind of get like to the point where you just grab their hand without even like blinking anymore. Well, just, but like, I got a spell up. cast with one hand, so I can't do any grabbing. <laughs> you could always give her to somebody else. Just Hollis so you never know. sees babies. She's very happy about the baby existing. You chant in tone. Go ahead and roll me your percentile. <laughs> oh boy. All right. I don't know if low is good, but I rolled... I rolled a 15. You chant and tone. Concentrate on the three-ray hive. For all of the rest of you, Hollis then reaches out. All of you reach out your hand as she finishes the gesture, placing it on top of hers. And for a moment, you just feel this sickening sensation, like you'd missed the bottom step. And your stomach just shoots up into your lungs. BB throws up her honey breakfast every oh, yes. honey breakfast. <laughs> All over Hollis. <laughs> All over Hollis. Fine. <laughs> the world disappears into an infinite blackness, and you fall for what feels like a long moment and no time at all. A half second later, you reappear instantaneously as the world flashes back 
to light, diffuse, but far more light than any of you have been used to for some time. Mm. As you watch right. golden dappled light flow in through hexagonal cones on the surrounding walls, painting the interior of this hive in beautiful shades hey. of gold. Hey. Are we in the correct hive? That's the real uh, You look over, probably in some immediate alarm, as a horse-sized bee turns and buzzes in some annoyance. I hold the baby out. BB. <laughs> I shield myself behind the toddler. <laughs> BB buzzes back in curiosity, and the two stare at each other for a long moment before a sleek feminine figure enters into the room, knocking and pulling an arrow. She pauses in mid-step, gently eases the arrow back down. We've got your BB. I mean, I mean baby. <laughs> We've been your calling baby, her BB. <laughs> Come with me. All right. She steps forward, however, literally like the bow dropping from her fingers as she reaches out and tentatively takes the child. Mm-hmm. She hiccups and spit some honey on her. <laughs> You're led through the chamber here. I can't remember the lady that was in charge. His name, it's been too long. Zazira. Zazira, yeah. I was like, it's not a Zazira sounds. The woman leads you through the hive. As you make your way, a small number of other giant bees stare out at you from the surrounding cones, passageways making their way further into the spacious hive. Other three ray watch you pass falling in step behind all of you not with weapons drawn but in curious procession as they lead you further the woman leads you into the same chamber you'd seen before the chamber of the queen large from here to the other side 30 feet at a side maybe perfectly 30 feet at a side as each side of this six-sided room seems perfectly formed the woman there tall Regal turns to look back at you before her eyes immediately fall on the child. Her almost pristine face breaks into this heartfelt smile as she rushes forward and takes the child up in her arms. She coos softly and buzzes at the child. This is Zazira. Oh. For those of you that speak three, right? None okay. of us, I don't no. think. I haven't picked that one up yet. It's a soft buzzing sound. It sounds pleasant, almost sing-song. Aw, so cute. She looks up at all of you. I imagine there's probably just a hint of, not necessarily resentment on your part, but you can see this look of genuine surprise that outsiders actually kept their word. I mean, it may have taken us like a month and a half, but we did it. <laughs> mm-hmm. We did the best we could do, okay? We've been tracking BB for a while. I was gonna, yes. well, a, a full book, at least. <laughs> we we found BB. We are sorry that it took us so long, but she is back now. You have returned to us, our future. You are. She buzzes something, seeming to search for the word. Heroes. Thank you. Sure. Just doing the right thing. She smiles at the child, making her way over to a small wax-formed hexagonal crib. Oh! Um, what is her name? We, we've we been calling her Bibi. Um, I did not know that she had gone through the... I did not know she would be so beautiful upon her return. She is very cute. You are champions. What is a name important to you and your people? All right, we can't really name this child Bibi. 
<laughs> no, that's, that was a nickname. We are not naming. BB oh, the Great, goodness. first of her name. Oh, goodness. <laughs> Although I kind of love it. Queen of the three ray and the giant bees. Oh, it's a girl, though, so that's silly. Yeah, I was going to say that. I was going to give my brother's name, but that's. I was going to do Onuris, but she's not a boy. Nope. No. Onura. Onura. Maybe. Maybe Nefertiti. That's really weird. I mean, Sue, you'd probably think of Phrasma first as a. That's okay. That feels kind of blasphemous. What is. What was. Consort to the prince, whatever. We're not naming was. her Mama Nofra. Mama Nofra. <laughs> Septi no. would be a better name than that. Ooh, Septi would be a good one. because uh, no, it's something important nope, back to, to us. Oh my gosh. Oh wait, uh, Hollis has names. Let me think about where is Hollis's backstory stuff. I don't know. I think everyone important to our backstory has been male. We can name <laughs> them. We can we can tell them Ashara. That's my mom's name. Well, I mean, if we're gonna do that, I'll throw my mom's name in there too. Oh yeah. I don't know my mom's name. Wait, no, I do know my mom's name. Do. I think that's come out. <laughs> what about Nurmura? Uh, oh, no. what was the name of that Nasoy that was real nice that y'all talked about? Oh, God, oh. all the way back in, like, book two? I'm just trying to think of things. I don't oh, know. Oh, gosh. Kwasin. Kwasin. What was, Ted- what was Tedasura's mother's name that was so c- close to Chisisek? She told Sudi. Oh, it could be just Tedasura. That's cute. Well, I mean, oh, they Teddy. also know Tedasura. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was going to say oh, that'd yeah. be kind of weird. Oh, oh, Sophronia. Oh, oh, oh yes. I love that. Actually, yes. that's really beautiful. I love that. Let's do that. Sophronia. We did meet a very valiant hero that helped us recover your child. Um, and her name was Sophronia. Sophronia. She smiles down at the child. The girl looks up with curiosity back towards all of you. I give a thumbs up. Points at Sudi buzzes something. There's a tittering from all of the three ray because she's not in on the joke. looks uncomfortable. What did she say? She's pointing at the man. She wants Kitty. a tail. Kitty? <laughs> I think I think Sophronia is a beautiful name. She will carry it with honor. Oh, so good. And okay. always remember those who aided us as we will remember those who have aided us. You may stay here we will feed and shelter you. We can provide some celebration, although our resources are limited. Do not strain yourself on our account. All right, but it is Citra's birthday, just so you know. Happy birthday. <laughs> we really need to get back to the Sphinx and wrap up, you know, the cult situation. We have one little celebration, just like a little Finish baby Finish your one. vengeance. Yes. yes. We have pending business simply. still. It is not just vengeance, though. I'm trying to save my friend. for the good of Osirian. I see. Oh, and we have to retrieve something that was important to Tedasura. There's a lot of things. Very well. Then if you will not stay, allow us to wish you well on your journey. We'll come visit. Of course. Can I request one thing? Yes. Can Citra ride on one of them big bees oh in celebration God, really? for her birthday? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just imagining you bucking her off like it's a bronca. <laughs> I think she'd have a great time, and that'd be a fun <laughs> celebration for her. Hollis liked the bees the first time we were here. <laughs> yeah, true. she did. Uh, yeah, you can have a little bee yeah! rodeo, if you so wish. <laughs> bee rodeo. Bee rodeo. <laughs> they also provide you with uh, ten, dose, 10 more doses of Marope. Excellent. Oh, heck yeah. 
We'll do that when we get out. We all get We're really high. We're put that in the party because we actually used that stuff when we had it. And you get to so ride So they provide a you with a whole bunch more rope. I like that they're like, we don't have a lot of stuff, but they have this ridiculously expensive well, rope. Hollis does put her cowboy hat on Citra so Citra can yeehaw it up on the bee. <laughs> but I don't know. Are you staying for a short time or are you? Well, we're staying I long mean, enough to have lunch and, and ride a bee and, and stuff. So we'll stay in the morning. We'll stay through the morning into the afternoon. All right. Where are we going to try to get back to? I could try to get back to outside of the Sphinx. They also wouldn't be expecting us to come from that direction. Yeah, that's true. That is true. Yeah. Would maybe give us the element of surprise. I could maybe try to get back. Well, I don't know if their tents are still set up. Like the Gear to Blilu tent? No, that we they left in. all no, their stuff. Because remember, we went out yeah. there and checked. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, I can try to, to get to the the front of the thing. I don't... I thought you studied carefully the... Uh, the circle, but if we're circle. trying to not go back in there because they'll expect us from that direction and I need to go for the front it of It also the... would save as the dimension door. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, let's do the front door then. All right, I'm going to try to teleport us to the front of the Sphinx. Okay, um, before we leave, do, do I still have Sophronia's necklace? Yes. Oh, nice. So Sudi will uh, get like give Sophronia's necklace to... Um, you know, the, the three-ray queen. The baby Sophronia. This belonged to Sophronia. She's no longer with us. But when uh, your daughter says her first word, give her this. She already said kitty. Oh, she didn't already say kitty. Yeah. <laughs> <All right. laughs> Apparently the child's first word is kitty. When you tell her the story <laughs> of her yeah. name. Yeah, okay, I'll do that. Yeah. Because um, I assume, like, while we're celebrating, we... You know, tell them everything we went through. Regale to them get, with the yeah, 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 to get little baby Sophronia back. Mm-hmm. Yeah, baby Sophronia. So you tell them uh, the dramatic story. They listen intently, play their buzzing melodic music, and by that I mean just their wings. <laughs> As they listen, they share with you that even despite having had to wait for you for all of this time, they had sensed a change in the southern deserts. Okay. As they seem to have become somewhat. Safer, although less traveled, and had even been able to start to try to trade with some of the desert giants again. Oh, well, that's good. Oh, we we're, also tell them the gear to Blue are gone. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, because they didn't like the gear to Blue, right? Well, they were kind of like, eh. Yeah. The gear to Blue mostly didn't like anyone else. So. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like everybody kind of was like, oh, those guys. Uh-huh. Well, good. But I suppose after having a, uh, a fun, eventful, sugar filled lunch. Mm hmm. It's going to say we're going to crash so hard midway through this slog. <laughs> <laughs> you uh, gather yourselves together, step back out. Where are you teleporting, Hollis? I'm going to try to hit the front of the sightless sphinx. You've been through there a couple of times. Mm-hmm. So it is seen casually. All right. Go ahead and roll percentile. And we'll pick it up here next time. Ah, dang it. Oh, oh no. Oh, no. Uh, Teleport you right into a Glamour Zoo player. Yes! No! (laughs) Find the Path Ventures is an officially licensed partner of Paizo Incorporated. Mummy's Mask is copyright 2014. Mummy's Mask and the Pathfinder Adventure Path are trademarks of Paizo. All Pathfinder images are property of Paizo and are used with permission.